This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. After an exactly same process to play, we have simultaneous translation um, and we have a relevant mic, so if you want to ask a question, please raise your hand. Ziad. Jürgen, uh, of course, everyone is talking about the, what happened on Saturday. Everyone conducted themselves, including yourself, with dignity on uh, the day. Now that you've listened to the audio, you've seen exactly what happened. How's everyone feeling about Saturday? The audio didn't change it at all um, because I was not really interested in that why things happened because I knew um, I saw the outcome I saw a goal we scored and um, it didn't count so I was now not waiting for the audio and then sitting there and, and, and hoping I find out how it could happen or whatever so what I want to say is it's really important that we as big as football is, that we just and important as football is for us at least, um, that we really deal with it in a, in a proper way. So, and I mean that all of the people involved, on-field ref, linesman, um, for the official, and especially now in this case we are, they didn't do that on purpose. So, and we, we should not forget that. Yes, it was a mistake, an obvious mistake, and I think there would have been solutions for it afterwards. If not, and I can say immediately, even probably some people don't want me that to say, but as a not as a manager of Liverpool so much, more as a, a football person, I think the the only the, the outcome should be a replay. That's how it is. Probably will not happen. The argument against that will probably be if we open that gate, then everybody will ask for it. I think the situation is that unprecedented that it uh, um, didn't happen before in that moment. And we are all used. I'm 56 years old I'm, and I'm since 50 years in football and I'm absolutely used. I don't deal over it always well with it, but I'm used to wrong decisions, difficult decisions, blah, 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 all these kind of things. But something like that as far as I can remember, never happened. And that's why I think a replay would be the right thing. And against the argument would be if it would happen again, I think a replay would be the right thing to do. Or the ref has the opportunity to bring both coaches together and say, sorry, we, we made a mistake. But we can sort it. Let Liverpool score a goal and we start from there. In a specific game, it was what makes it a bit more special than obviously is. <laughs> that we conceded two minutes after we scored a, a, a regular goal, um, and how all things depend on each other. If we would have, if the goal would have counted, we would have started the game. Uh, the game would have started in the centre of the game, pitch and not where it started, and all these kind of things. It would have been different. So that's one thing, and. Um, yeah, that's my view on it, and I'm, I'm not angry with anybody of them or whatever, not at all. And I really think it should, it's not only the respect, but the only thing for human beings in general that you should not go for them, really. It's not allowed to go for them in no way. Um, they made a mistake and they got, they, they felt horrible that night, I'm 100% sure. Um, and that's enough for me. So nobody needs further punishment or whatever. And, and I think we should, just should discuss it on a completely 
normal basis without emotions and I'm I have no I'm not angry I'm, I'm, I could discuss it but it's not my job I'm here to prepare a game a super important and super difficult game against you know Saint Girard and um, that's um, much more important but because I understand that you asked the question and you want to have answers for that what I thought what made this day really difficult for us is all the other decisions because there's another thing we talk about the process now of, of VAR and that's one how they talk to each other but in this game there was another situation when um, Curtis Jones got a red card and I stick to the opinion there's not a red card the ref got called to the screen and saw for the first three seconds a frozen picture and I would give him immediate red card for that picture then you see the re he sees the replay in slow motion and I would have given a red card for the slow motion but in real time it's not a red card so and then you go for it and then the, the FA panel tells you to appeal it and the FA panel says you know it's not a clear and obvious mistake and I think it is but not the ref's first decision was yellow so then the clear and obvious mistake is showing a frozen picture in a slow motion so that's it. So there are obviously a lot of things, and again, it will not, we will not get now Curtis back for playing. That's how it is. Fine. On top of that, Yogo Jota got two yellow cards for not touching a player once. That's that's uh, unprecedented as well, I would say. So, but that's all fine. We can take a lot out of this game and and took a lot out of this game. I saw a wonder, wonder, wonderful team fighting against all odds in a yeah. In an incredible fair way, don't know how it happened that we had in the end eight yellow cards or eight cards uh, altogether. It's a strange one, but um, that's it. Um, so that's what we take out of it. It's not that we stand here with empty hands and, and and didn't get anything. We didn't get points. That's true, but all the rest we can we can use, and that's what we will do. But not out of a position with anger and and these kind of things. That's not the mood we are in. Well, your teams are always known for the spirit, but after what happened Saturday, the way your team performed, actually, especially with 10 and then 9, I don't, I how don't much more spirit does that give everyone going forward? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. We will see. That's what we have to prove. But it's not I, how I said. If you, you only, uh, defeat is only a real defeat if you don't learn. Or if you don't take anything of it, then we, we can take a lot out of it. But we will see how to use that. So that, that's it. But again... Um, we had a good spirit before that. I didn't need any kind of proof, but it's how it is in football. You need to you need to prove yourself all the time, and that's what we did. Again, it was really good, really, really special. Top mentality, all these kind of things, and that's what we need tomorrow night, as well, because we face a team who's flying in the league, is obviously top of the table and is doing really, really well. Again, after losing key players, um, doing well again, unbeaten in Europe for a long time, out away. For a long time, so um, super special, and um, what they are doing there, and we have to be ready. And just a quick one, maybe for uh, when Cody scored the goal, then you had to substitute him. Is he? He was injured uh, before the goal, before he scored. Yeah. yeah. Ah, so he, he won't be available for. No. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, again, it looks as though we've reached a watershed moment with VAR. Do, do you think? as the discussions will be ongoing to try and improve the whole situation, that managers should be consulted and asked for their opinion as to how it could be improved, and players perhaps? The problem is, 
time. So like discussing these things in public, I told you a couple of times, the world is not ready. I know, I know. I, it's not ready for that. So if I now say, yes, yeah, would be cool, managers are there on the table, stuff like this. We have enough opportunities to talk to the refs. The refs want to do it right. Believe me. So we speak since ages about the, 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 that I think the wording, clear and obvious, is, is not the right wording. So, because my clear and obvious, it's just about right or wrong, um, and stuff like this. So we spoke about that, but it's a it's a massive um, um, institution, IFAB, and all these kind of things. In the end, I believe you or not, I believe it or not, they uh, they all want to put it right. So that's how it is, and um, I believe in that. And of course, these things should not happen. Other mistakes shouldn't happen, but they happened, and that's that's how it is. That's fine. Learn of it. Find a solution how to deal with it. And that the solution is for me not only improving the process, because now all the time and it took so long for to find a decision, and everybody in the stadium was like, oh, well, what are they waiting for? So when I put another line, another line. So we rushed them and told them, oh, we need the decisions quicker. Now very quick decision, but it's a wrong decision. At least in the decision was right, but the communication not great. So um, that's the thing. So it, the things need as much time as they need. Um, it's not great. Is it fantastic that we have to if we celebrate a goal for a second and then we wait five minutes and to understand if we really can celebrate or not? So it's all good, but it, we, we, we will get we are used to it. Meanwhile, so that's it. But it's, I'm not sure players and managers involved in that now. That's necessary because the the, the problems. I think are obvious and they are um, sortable and um, we should create a situation or try to create a situation where these people can make their best decisions. I try, oh, no, everybody knows that I have probably to improve the most, but I try um, and then we will see. It's just what, the, the, what, is, what will the outcome be? I, I'm just not happy with how it's, what happens now. That's a heated, a heated conversation about people and stuff like this. And there is a solution for it. And what could, and I really think it's a solution in a game. And it's not because we are involved. Yes, we are involved, but not if we are in a situation like this. Real massive um, mistake of all people involved. Then correct it in that moment. But obviously, the the decides people thought that's not what they can do. Yeah, fine. Then give it, give a, um, let's do a replay. And if it happens next time, give them the chance to do it like this. And then we don't have that problem at least anymore. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Lots of reasons to look forward to this game. Um, we've got the opportunity of a footballing rarity with Alexis McAllister playing uh, against his brother. Has Alexis been more revved up for this game than, or been talking about it more because of this, this unusual situation? Has he been able to give you any insight as to, to Union saint gilois Yeah, about his brother and um, his father is here. Their father is here, obviously. Family is here. Um, big moment, definitely, for him, I'm pretty sure. Um, they have another brother, I think, who is playing as well, professional football. Um, cousins playing professional football. Father was a professional player. Uncle was a professional football player. So I, I, I think that's not the first time that family members met on the football pitch. I would be really surprised. Um, but yeah, it's special. And um, I can imagine I saw a little thing when they spoke to each other. Yeah, so brothers. Yeah. 
uh, love each other, but have still fights from time to time. So at least how I learned it when I was young. Um, didn't have a brother, but two sisters. That was bad enough. So um, yeah, I think it's special, nice side story, but probably, hopefully, not the main story of the game afterwards. Jürgen, do you accept it's, it's probably going to be seen by the football authorities as very impractical and, and impossible to, to replay that game against Spurs? And you, you can probably appreciate that their argument will be any team who has a decision that affects the result, which is incorrect, would probably want the same going forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to accept everything. It's just I think it's really that unprecedented that it's uh, the thing is that the parts of the of the um, ref refereeing team said goal. That's really rare, and it, it doesn't show up on the on the on the screen on the score sheet, and uh, the game gets uh, continued with a free kick. So um, that makes it really diff uh, different, I think. So just it's about what's what is the possible outcome. So again, we in our position, it's completely normal um, that we have to accept um, what we get told. So we can be as angry as we want or not. Um, we have to accept what we get told. So we say something about referees, which is not helpful, but out of emotion and not a general opinion or whatever. Um, and it's just, yeah, cannot do that, and fine. So that's, the, that's the, the, the world, the planet we are living on. So I'm not interested in that. If I say something which is not right, they find me and I pay it, and it's good. I'm, I'm interested in how can we improve the things. And if the only solution for a problem like this is now, that will not happen next week, definitely not. It will not take really long. Everybody will make sure you are happy as well, you are happy as well. Sorry, are you happy as well? They will call at home probably and ask if it's really a goal. So, and then we get it in the stadium. That's a completely normal human reaction. I get that. Nobody wants to make these kind of mistakes and, and wants to be in the middle of all attention for, for the wrong reasons for that long time. That's why I said we have just to talk about it completely calm because it's over, emotions are out, game is finished what could be the possible outcome and not trying to put it right because of something what could happen in the future. I think if, things, if that would happen again, I would say replay, fine, well, play it again or much better, much, much better than a replay, sort it in that moment just with common sense. Uh, and that's then, then do I don't have that problem anymore. It maybe it happens in 10 years again. And then they can say, yes, last time we had to make a replay now, uh, organize a replay now, we can do it like that. Look at that, what a wonderful solution. That would be a big improvement, but um, we will see. The, the club made a very strong statement on Sunday night after the game where they talked about um, resolution and escalation of this incident. Do you know my what they English, mean by that? Could there uh, be a legal English challenge? Is, or? My English is not good enough, I, honestly. So for me, it was a completely normal statement. I heard that some people thought it's aggressive. I didn't. I know that I'm a. Have you, have you spoken to the club though about what challenge might be going forward, or whether you can appeal directly and ask for formally for a replay? Yeah, but that's of course we speak. Of course we speak. But that's um, you have other people in the club who put that together, and then we, the club goes for it and is doing the things um, we think we have to do. That's that's how it is. But I. The word escalation didn't come from me.
don't even exactly know what it means. So I, I know what it means, but I wouldn't have put it in a, in a letter. So um, that's it. Hi, Jürgen. It was just a follow-up on that, just to clarify something. Is the club now going to approach the Premier League and ask formally ask for the games replayed? Just, just to clarify. Uh, what is the answer for that? I don't think so. At this stage, we're still going through the, ah. the information that we have. At this stage, we still go through the information we have. <laughs> OK. Thank you. Sorry. Jürgen, last season, um, you spoke a lot about when going through tough times and everything, stick together, deal with situations in the right manner, good things will come of it ultimately in the end. Do you feel long term with this situation, for, you've talked about everybody concerned in it, including the VAR, match officials and everything else, that good will come out of it? I'm not sure I understand the question, but what does it have to do for us? What we take of it or, or, or what the refs take? No, just about the way that because you've been applauded for the way that you've handled the situation yourself well, straight after the match, but the way you speak about it and that ultimately, you know, some things could change because of it going forward in the future, the way that maybe VAR is operated. Again, from my point of view, and it's, from my point of view, it's just like this. If you have a, face a situation the first time, you try to understand it, why it happened, and when you, when you figure that out, and you try to work on solutions. And I'm, I know everybody's doing that, but that doesn't solve the actual problem because there, there are still points at stake. Um, so how can we, could be sorted, not only for the future, but it's still that situation. So that's just how I understand it. You, 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 you try it. That's what you have to do. You have to try to sort the situation. That's why I say, for me, um, a replay would be the right decision, so that's fine. But that, uh, if that happens or not, it happens, that's not even close to my hands, and I, I don't care. It's just, it's just my opinion. Um, and then, of course, the, the, how the, the, the ref said now, how the ref said, uh, um, the, the process will be better, blah, 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 all these kind of things. And um, it's good, of course. That's very good, and that would be a, a, a really good outcome. But that doesn't change. That something already happened, and what's the solution for that? By the way, I think just us saying, "Okay, yeah, got it." There was a penalty situation not given against us or for us, or in the past, and we didn't get a replay. That's why we cannot do that. That's a different. That's a completely different situation. That goal was scored, was legal fact, and then in the end, it didn't count. That makes no sense. So that's it. Yeah. Good. I, I definitely will improve. That's clear, and it's good for us. For us, it's much more important. How I said before. Um, I was really proud of the team, how they dealt with it, and the team felt pretty good about it as well. Um, and that's what we have to use. That's what we have to use. But it's a completely different game um, tomorrow night, and. I hope our people, yeah, show the well-deserved love after having a really tough weekend um, tomorrow night and make it a super special atmosphere. I'm, I'm actually, I, I'm pretty sure they do anyway. They would have done it if we would have won the game. Well, we didn't win it. Um, even more important it is. So I'm really looking forward to a, to a European night at Anfield. And, um, 
yeah, that's good. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Uh, just to start with, how's everyone feeling after what happened on uh, Saturday? Have you talked about it together as a group? What? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> 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 um, um, yeah, we spoke about things, but um, you know, our focus is on the game tomorrow now. Um, nothing we can do as players about what's going on. Um, so I suppose it's past. We now focus on a different competition and you know, big, big three points for for what we want to achieve. And uh, Alexis is going to face his brother. Did he tell you anything about his brother? No, not yet, no. But um, you know, we'll do analysis meeting today, so I'm sure we'll see all about him. If he's if he's anything like Alexis, then we need to prepare properly. Much Hi Trent, I, I know it's gone at the weekend and we'll wait to see what the PGMOL say, but, but are there now severe trust issues from a player's perspective with VAR and the problems that we seem to have eternally now? I wouldn't say trust issues. I think um, decisions are decisions. Sometimes they go for you, sometimes they go against you. and. You know what happened on the weekend for us as, as players and as a team is very disappointing um, and frustrating. But like I said, it's past us. There's nothing we can do as players now. Um, the game's gone. We've just got to move forward and, and put it past us. But you know, it's VAR is a system that's in place and it's something that we can't control as players. We've got to put our trust in the referees and the officials that use it and hope that they get the decisions right and at times they don't and at times they do and we've just got to hope that um, they get the decisions right as much as possible. Spirit and mentality has always been a big part of Liverpool's success under Jurgen Klopp and I know he said how pleased he's been with the way the new players have integrated and, and how well things have gone so far. But the spirit on Saturday, down to ten men and down to, to nine men, was absolutely incredible. Seconds away from, from getting a draw, uh, a, a really courageous performance. How are those values instilled into new players when they come to Liverpool? Because it isn't something you can just learn, is it? No, it's not something you can learn, but it's something that um, I think we show as a team and it comes from the manager down to, to us and I think the players that have been around for a, a while and uh, the players that have you know, won everything with the club and the players that have experienced all these things we know what it takes and we know what's demanded and when new players and young players come through we demand that from them and show them what's what's needed to be a successful team and I think we've been able to show that so far and I think everyone's bought into it so it's an exciting time. It's like you said on Saturday it was um an outstanding performance in the circumstances that we were in. So we are proud of, of what we what we done and um yeah we could have easily came away with a point there.
Trent, moving forward though, because of what happened at the weekend, not that you need that extra motivational fire in your belly, but does it give you that little bit extra edge now going into this next round of games that you've got coming up before the international break? I mean, going from well, taking the circumstances and what actually happened, putting that aside, um, we lost the game, and no matter what way that happens, you lose a game. So um, our motivation now is we've got two games before the international break comes, and um, you know we, we we want to, and we feel like we need to win both of the games. Uh, it's difficult to do so, but we think we're capable, and we feel we're capable of doing that. So that's where our focus is. At. The manager was saying last week ahead of the game against Tottenham as well that. It surprised him how quickly things have come together with this new team that he's building. So when you look at it from your experience as well, do you, as a fly there, do you believe that you've got the, the belief, and, and Mike touched on the word spirit as well, to create something special this season? Yeah, 100%. I think as players, as, um, as a team, we're not shy for what our ambitions are and what we want to do. We want to win trophies and we want to win the biggest trophies out there, so we feel we've laid a good foundation. Um, we're in a good position in, in in the league table and still in the cup competition. Um, obviously, got our first few points in this competition too, so we're in a good position. Um, still early doors. Uh, we'll be able to judge where we are. I think it's always important to kind of analyse where you are around the Christmas stage because you really get a feel for what you can achieve. So. Now, if we're still in a position like this come, come Christmas, we've, we've laid the perfect foundation to go and uh, push on for the second half of the season. So, you know, we are a team with high ambitions and we demand that from, from ourselves. And, you know, it's a good spirit and a good, good feeling around the place. Thank you, Trent. Good luck. Thank you. Trent, it's easy to forget or amid everything that happened on Saturday, that was the first defeat in 20 games for Liverpool. So how important is it that you, you just put that behind you straight away and get straight back onto your building another run? Yeah, I mean, I think as, as, as players, we don't really concern ourselves with how many games we've gone on beating. We just want to win every game like that's in front of us. And, um, you know, that's, again, again, we start again tomorrow with, with a big game. Um, and we can go and go and win that we feel so that's where our focus is at I think especially this early on the season you just want to like I said before lay foundations uh, winning foundations get that winning feeling and get a good feeling around the place um, but no it's not about how you start it's about how you finish but no, it's important to make sure you're in a position um, to finish well you've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo